What's going on, Real Sports fam? Welcome to episode seven of the Real Underscore Sports Podcast, a Snapchat sports pod. On this episode, we are so excited to make all of our free agency decision predictions. Let's get it. And down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Gets it to Jenkins. What's going on, Real Sports fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman from Real Underscore Sports on Snapchat, a 1 million follower snap, the most engaged sports snap in the world. I'm here with my co-host and best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, are you ready? I'm in bad shape, Jack. Why is that? Woj, man, he's keeping me up at night with this free agency stuff. It's It's like he has my life in the palm of his hands and I'm a fish that he just caught from the ocean. And on Sunday at 6 o'clock, he's either going to throw me back in the ocean with Jimmy and Tobias and let me live and prosper or keep me on the boat while I gasp for air and just slowly die. I'm not I, to- I totally get that because uh, I went through a bad Woj patch, as, as we'll call it. But today was an incredible Woj day for me. I mean, Woj bombs were – I was so excited, but – We'll get into all of our predictions. Let's start with something a little fun because it was one of the better trivia questions you've ever asked me after I've stumped you on the pod a few times. Give the Real Sports fam the question. I'm gonna We're going to post it on RS Pod on Instagram so you guys can have your chance to guess. We're not going to reveal the answer yet. Uh, but ask the people the question. All right, Real Sports fam. I'll be uh, shocked if you get this, but since 1966 – there have been two rookies in the NBA who have made the playoffs in their rookie season. Who were they? So they have to make the playoffs in their rookie year. Number one overall pick. Name who the two people are. Hint, it's not LeBron James. It's not Michael Jordan. It's two very, very special players. Very special players. Well, let's just hop into it right now with the amazing news that we received today. Yes, Kevin Durant declined his player option to return to the Warriors, making him an unrestricted free agent. And I know I, I know that it was reported much earlier that he was going to do this. But the more important part of Woj's statement was that he's in New York going through a private process with his agent and longtime best friend, Rich Kleiman, who is a diehard Knicks fan. He's in NYC. I know you say don't buy into it, but he's in New York City trying to make a decision, and let's ta- let's just tack on the, the even more exciting part. The first meetings that Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant will take is with the New York Knicks when free agency starts. Close the airports. They're not leaving Manhattan, New York. Let's go. So, so now we're, we're judging where they physically are when they yes. opt out of their contract as an yes. indication. Well, good, no. thing that, good thing that where he opted out is relatively close to Brooklyn. So if you want to play that card, we can play it. We can. And and I'm fine with that because, you know, if it narrows it down to those two, I'm a true believer. And th- these have been the reports. And this is what I genuinely believe. Kyrie wants the Nets. KD wants the Knicks. Kyrie is trying to convince Durant to play for the Nets. Why in any God's world would he want to go play for the Nets? He wants to be in the Mecca. He wants to return greatness. His his guy is climbing. He's a Knicks guy. He's grown up with Royal Ivy, a Knicks assistant. Like, 
He's coming to the Knicks. And for the first official prediction for free agency, Kevin Durant, it, that is my stone-cold lock. He will be a New York Nick. My faith has never wavered throughout this whole process, even when the Durant news was that he's favored to go to the Nets now. I believe he will be a Nick. What's your pick for Durant? Okay, first off, Royal Ivy was his teammate in OKC. Don't act like they were shooting hoops on the playground playing horse together. Texas that's, together. Like, they're boys. They're that, literally right, boys. Whatever. That's first thing. The second thing is I was watching First Take today with good old Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. And while he was on the air, I know what you think about Stephen A., even though he was predicted the Kyrie to Brooklyn thing, and now that you're thinking that's going to happen. But Stephen A. got word that all these teams are playing to offer Kevin Durant the max the second free agency opens. But good old James Dolan... He's a little skeptical. <laughs> he wants to see the Kevin Durant injury report. I almost vomited when I saw field. that. Oh, my who God. Does, who does James Dolan think he is that he can play hard to get with Kevin Durant? No. Just it's not, Go it's rock not out just... with your band. Go rock out across the country with your band. Let the front office take care of it. And whatever happens, happens. Whatever he, oh my God. Whatever he touches turns to absolute poop. Yeah, no, it's true. And he stayed out of the process so far, which is why I kept harping on, like, I trust Perry and Mills to make the right decision. And now I see the report that Dolan's going to look at the medical records and, like, literally all it can do is mess it up. So, yes, I did not like that. That was the one bad part of the news day. But I have Durant to the next. So, wait, what was your pick? In in terms of my prediction, um, don't get me wrong. I think he can go to the Knicks. I think he can go to the Nets. I think he might even stay. You know what, actually? I don't think he's going to stay in Golden State now. He's not ever staying. since he's ever dead. since Andre Iguodala yesterday went on every news outlet there was <laughs> trashing the training staff for the Warriors. Like it's a idiot. PR stunt for his new book. Yeah, but like the training, trash so make the your training pick. Staff, make your pick. All right, Kevin Durant will be a Brooklyn Net. Stop it. That's Stop it. Let's keep it it's going. Just- I'm fine with that. It just makes no sense if you really break it down. Like, Yeah, because the Knicks are a great franchise that everyone no, wants to go to. No, but like, why go to the Nets instead of staying in your home in Golden State? I just think it's Knicks or bust. He'll, tell, right, you next, why. He'll tell you why in his opening press conference in, I'm going to guess, a week from today. Next on the list is Kawhi Leonard, NBA Finals MVP. And like I said, his first meeting will be with the Knicks. I'm not kidding. If we can shut Newark, JFK, and LaGuardia Airport, I say we do it. We, we got to just keep this guy in New York. But if he manages to escape and his plans are to fly to California on July 2nd and take a meeting with the Clippers, uh, I really do think it's a two-horse race. I'm hearing – Clippers, but I really think that it's gonna. He's gonna stay in Toronto. That's my pick. I have to agree. Um, I didn't think so in the beginning of the year, but then clearly things went well, and they obviously won the championship. And I just don't really. I don't know how you leave that kind of situation. Granted, Kawhi is a different species, and I don't know how his software is programmed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to leave after everything that just happened. He's got a country in the palm of his hands. I, I hope to God that he goes to the West and I don't the Sixers don't have to see him ever again. But in reality, I think that's too hard of a situation to leave. He's got a good thing going. But his uncle's running the show. He doesn't have an agent. His uncle has been on record saying he wants to play in LA. He wants to go back home. It's not like he owes Toronto anything else. You know what I mean? Like he came yeah, he one for one. He doesn't owe them anything. But like you got a good thing going. 
but maybe there's other people he's talking to that are willing to go to LA with him, but I don't see him leaving. So I think he's going to stay in Canada. You know what I actually like, I think he stays, but for who he is and like what he just is, which is a, a basketball player and nothing more than that. Like I totally get the reasoning that people think he's going to go to the Clippers. Like it's low key. I know it's still like LA, but it's the second team in LA. LeBron and AD will be the whole show out there. And it's like, it's literally, he'd be going home and it, all his family would be there. And I, it makes sense for a type of personality like he is to just go home, you know, play on a gritty team, fly under the radar, make the playoffs and see how far they could go from there. So I, I, you know, I have friends telling me Clippers. I think he stays with the Raptors. Although Marcus Gasol accepting his player option for like 25 mil this year has, I have to imagine it's going to make them a worse team. Like they won't have as much uh, money to sign anyone. I mean, he, he, he gets rebounds for them and Kawhi said yeah. Boardman gets paid. Boardman so, got paid. So he's going to rebound to get 25 million for it. I mean, it's going to oh screw them God. over, but I'm, I'm all here for it. Could you imagine getting paid 25 mil to get a, a rebound one day one day one day all right next on the list Kyrie Irving um so I think here's the thing if if Kyrie's trying to swing KD why can't KD just try to swing Kyrie it sounds like Kyrie has no interest in being a Nick which I guess is fine now that we have RJ but I guess that makes my official prediction the Nets it sounds like he's locked into Brooklyn I can't really like LA's it's a fun option in theory, but I don't see him going there. He's definitely not going back to Boston now that they're interested in Kemba, which we'll touch on in a bit. Uh, so I'm going nuts for Kyrie, and we've talked about it before. I think the move makes zero sense, but I do think that's where he's going because nothing Kyrie believes in makes any sense. It, he is the weirdest human being on planet Earth. He will just Is he weirder than Kawhi? Like, underrated. Different type of weird. Like, I think Kyrie yeah. is is just stupid, you know, in a way, like the whole flat earth thing and everything. Yeah. And maybe he, maybe he thinks that Brooklyn's young core is better than Boston was. He is literally going, assuming that he doesn't go with anyone else, even though he might to the exact same situation, just slightly worse in Brooklyn. Um, I do think he's going to end up there. We talked about how on earlier episodes, how he played high school basketball in North Jersey. So he's close to there. Uh, maybe he just wants to be in New York and doesn't want to deal with the shit show. That is the New York Knicks. But it, this move makes no sense to me. Um, but I do think it's going to happen. And Kyrie will just never do anything in his career in terms of winning. Unless Kevin Durant comes with him, of course. Yeah, I guess the question is, what's crazier? His flat earth theory or his belief that he can lead a championship team? <laughs> Probably the latter half of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we saw it in Boston. Everyone said he was just horrible in the locker room. I still think it, he got a tough rep for one bad year. Yeah, and one I, bad I agree with that. Like, you look at what they win, 58 games the year before when yeah, he was leading great. the team. And then just because they did that one playoff run without him, people were saying they were better without him. That's yeah. not true. Um, I think Boston's struggles this year were more towards rushing Gordon Hayward back and integrating him rather than yeah. Kyrie being a locker room cancer. Granted, the media didn't help with all the talk surrounding Kyrie, but – I do think Kyrie gets a little too much blame for what happened in Boston this year. Just to knock some names off the list, because I think we're in agreement here. Chris Middleton, Bucks re-signed Max Steele, like no hesitation. 601 on Sunday gets the I call. Com- I had a conversation with a few friends today about how 
Like nobody in the NBA would probably want to give Chris Middleton that That's five. crazy. That's crazy. I completely disagree with you think, that. You think Chris Middleton is a max player on any team in the NBA? See, this is how I know you didn't watch enough Bucks basketball this year. He is he is he's Tobias Harris, just a better defender. He's a product. He is literally a product of Giannis drawing five no, defenders. No, no. no, I get no listen, I get Chris Middleton works for the Bucks in their system, and I get why right. they would max him. But it's the but same reason you max Draymond. Like it's it it is a system thing, and if it's the right system, you max him. But I still think, and name an NBA NBA team that wouldn't max him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but you know what's interesting about the Bucks situation with Middleton yeah. is by maxing Middleton, and then they have other guys to keep around. Yeah, Brogdon like, and no, Lopez I think Brogdon's going to get the stiff end of this and be on another team. Um, I think because. He might cost a little too much money for what they want, and they could bring back a, a Brooke Lopez and a Miritich for cheaper and try and replace Brogdon. Um, Brogdon is an interesting character. Um, we can just transition. He's a guy that I'd like the Sixers to go after if they don't re-sign Tobias Harris. He was a 40-50-90 guy this year, um, injured towards the end of the year. And then did, wasn't there for the playoff run. Most of it came back, but wasn't really his true self. But I love Malcolm Brogdon. Three and Dude, D guy. Be, yeah, he would be a huge pickup for, for any team. I, so what I'm hearing is that they actually are going to retain. It's going to be a restricted deal for Brogdon. So they'll get back Brogdon, Middleton, and obviously have Giannis. But Lopez and Miritich are going to walk. So, That's the thing, though. Like, if, an, if, yeah, they, if they max Middleton and another team comes in and offers – Brogdon close to a max or something crazy that yeah. might make the Bucks hesitant to match. I think it'd have to be the right deal for them to match. That's a good point. I, I haven't heard him getting anything near a max, but it's like that, that gray area of like 20 to 27 mil, like who's willing to pay. Cause, Cause some of these small market teams, like the Kings, for example, like they have some money. Why not just like throw a crazy amount? At, Cause he is young and he's, he won rookie of the year and stuff. So it's not the craziest thing, but I think Brogdon and Middleton are both back with the bucks. Are, are you bold enough to make a prediction that either one doesn't return? Uh, Brogdon will not be on the Milwaukee bucks. Wow. Okay. At the start of next season, Chris Middleton will, um, whether I think he deserves it is a different story, but I understand well, why they're doing it. You but think Brogdon, he deserved it for the bucks though. Agreed. No, well, yeah, I understand why the Bucks are going to max him, and I agree with that. But I don't. I think that'll give Brogdon less money that the Bucks can afford, and another team will pay him more than they won't match it. I think a few years from now, there actually is this weird potential for the Bucks to be sitting on a bad Middleton deal when Giannis's contract is up, and like they, what they have to do now is pay everyone and keep their team relevant, or else Giannis would leave. Like they have to be and stay competitive. But like I could see down the road that scenario coming into play. That contract, so that, that contract you're describing is the exact situation in Minnesota with Andrew Wiggins. They exactly. had no choice a few years ago but to max him just to stay relevant and bank on his potential. He ended yeah. up being a scrub. I still kind of believe in him, but as of now, he's shown me nothing. And now they're stuck in this limbo of two. Well, Towns isn't a bad contract, but Wiggins taking up so much cap space and they can't even move him because he hasn't been productive. I hate that I was just trying to knock names off the list and you had to get into this whole Brogdon Middleton thing. They want to hear about the big name players. But before we get to Kai, or Brogdon now. (laughs) Before we get to the Sixers kids uh one last name is clay thompson rumored that if the warriors don't offer him the max right away i'll take a meeting with the clippers 
But then they shortly followed up with the report that it is expected. Clay's a warrior. While he's rehabbing. I'm going to cut you off. My prediction is that Clay Thompson will be the first big name to drop on Sunday, probably before 7 o'clock Eastern time. He'll be back with the Warriors right away. Uh, there's I agree. The, the funny thing is, like, if you can't, if you can't talk to a team at uh, until six, which obviously we know shit happens uh, behind closed doors, but like, if you can't, what's the earliest time that any announcement should be made? Like, six oh one, do your job. I'm gonna be freaking six, out. Yeah, but six oh one, like, what's gonna happen? They're gonna call Clay. He's gonna say, okay, I accept a deal. Like, people have to look at contracts and stuff. Like, it shouldn't be reported that quickly. Dude, it's literally going to be Bob Myers. It's not going to be a phone call. Texting Clay, Max question mark, and he'll just, <laughs> he'll just respond bet. And then it'll, they'll text Woj, and that'll be that. And Clay will be at some island. He's, he's great. He's an incredible personality. But, all right, the people are fired up about Jimmy Butler, and they want to hear from you and Tobias. And we're going to save Kemba for after that. So stick around if you want Kemba, D'Lo, Boogie. Boogie will be a fun discussion. But let's get into it with the Sixers kids. Um, Jimmy Butler and Tobias, am I crazy to say that both might not be back? Yes, you're crazy to say that. I'm crazy um, for that. that right, both I'm sure, no, let, let, let me handle this. So we all saw this blasphemy on the internet that is the Houston Rockets trying to wheel and deal a bunch of their players in efforts to create cap to get Jimmy Butler. And there's been talks about Jimmy Butler and how he wants to play with James Harden. First, let me address that. When Jimmy Butler came to the Sixers, there was this whole thing about how he was already getting into it with Brett Brown because he didn't like his role in the offense. At that time, his role in the offense was to stand on the baseline, let the offense develop, and just wait for the ball to be kicked out to him. What in God's name does he think is going to happen in Houston with James Harden isolation every time? <laughs> That's a Basketball good point. It makes no sense in the first place. The second thing is, even if they do come with this Capella, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker deal. If I'm Elton Brand and Jimmy Butler's really twisting my arm that he wants to go to Houston, he's trying to let me get something in return, I'm saying, screw you, Jimmy Butler. Um, I just won't do the sign-and-trade. Go sign there if you really want it for $40 million less million. If you're really about your money this summer, then you won't do it. What you do with Jimmy Butler is you call him at 6 o'clock, like Clay Thompson, you offer the full five years because if you if you do not offer him that fifth year, then it gets interesting with how much money he's ac- actually sacrificing. But you call him right away with the five years. The kid wants his money this summer, and you got to offer to him right on the spot. And I do think he'll accept, but I have been sweating these past few days. I ca- I cannot lie. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it is what it is. Like at this point, we're a few days out, and the rumors are going to pick up. I, I didn't think really hard about the Rockets offense with Jimmy and him not liking that role. That's a that's a pretty solid point. So oh, yeah, and, and Chris Paul and James Harden are both sweethearts to get along with in the locker room. Let's just add Some, that in. Someone said, like, it might be so insane of a locker room that maybe it'll just work. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Bottom line, it's not going to happen. Let's move on. I, I can't well, do this. I got to well, tonight. You said that you know, the whole Kawhi thing and he's tampering with, uh, you know, the Sixers outlook. I I think the Sixers literally need to cancel any meeting with Kawhi. They're not getting him. So why even look at, uh, I I, I don't even think that's real news. I I really don't even think we're going to meet with him. I don't really, I mean, I would love a meeting with him, obviously. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is I don't think it's worth it at all because I don't don't think my conspiracy theory of Kawhi trying to screw us over. That was my, I'm not, 
I'm giving you that theory. My point, I said it's not a good theory, but my I am in agreement that I don't think it's beneficial in the slightest to even take a meeting. Call Tobias and Jimmy, on, put them in a group text, give them both the full max, and just move on. Let's just keep All it right. as it is. If it's not fixed, don't break it. My prediction, brutal. I think that Jimmy will stay. I don't think that Maury can pull off the move to get him to Houston, and I don't see him going anywhere else. But that leads us to the next Sixers guy. Tobias, I think I think Tobias is gone. That, I think Tobias is really interesting. Um, yeah, I think he's – well, let me say where I think he's going. I think he's going to sign – I think he's going to go to Brooklyn with Kyrie. That's my prediction. I think that that actually makes sense. Like that is an upgrade over just D'Lo and they can sign both of them. Maybe one of them t- – like maybe Tobias takes, you know – Two million less to make it fit, or they just clear enough space for two max slots, and that team does get better. It gives them at least a claim to be like, all right, we have a chance in the East. Uh, we have young guys. They can move Dimwitty. They can move Karis Levert. Uh, I think he's going to go to Brooklyn. Well, first off, Kyrie and Tobias Harris are not getting out of the East ever. Okay. <laughs> I know. I said they would have a claim to yeah. think. Yeah, they'll have some fun. They'll they'll be a perennial second round exit like the Lowry and DeRozan Raptors. Wait, anyway, like the, wait, like the Sixers have been building for a second round. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, my prediction is going to be that he stays. I'm, I'm I refuse to swallow my pride and say otherwise. Um, ownership has said they'll go into the luxury tax this year. Elton Brand has been adamant, whether I trust him or not that they're going to do everything they can to bring them both back. The thing about Tobias is, just like Jimmy, we can offer him $40 million more million than anybody else. Uh, the whole 5 for 190 is kind of scary. Maybe if we can get him at a 5 for 170, that's still more See, than... That's the problem. You're trying to do that, and he doesn't want that. He wants to be the guy or one of the guys, and trying to cut his deal and make him the fourth option, I don't think he wants to be that type of guy. I don't either, but to think... For Tobias Harris to think that he can be a clear-cut second player on a championship team is crazy. But I want to throw something out there. If Tobias were to leave, a team that I would really like, I really think he could go to and I would like the fit, the Utah Jazz. Now, can, they, can they even get close to fitting him if they listen, unload listen, Favors? Listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. So right now with Derek Favors, he has a 16 or $19 million 16, contract. I believe. Something. That becomes guaranteed on July 6th. I was reading a lot about how he's not a lock to stay on that team and that he's already fielding calls as if he's a restricted free agent because the Utah GM has said they're going to be aggressive and they can just wave him flat out and that would wipe his $16 million off the books. Um, I don't know the rest of their situation. I'm sure they'd rework. But that's an interesting fit in Utah with Conley, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert. Like I said, I think he's going to stay, but I would look out for the Utah Jazz if he doesn't stay. That's a cool fit. I don't know if it necessarily works, especially because they're going to have to pay Donovan soon. I don't even think they've paid Gobert fully. Um, and it sounds Gobert's like he's on a big contract. Is he? He's on a full. Yeah, okay. Gobert's on a big one for being so but, overrated. Yeah, but Conley also just took on a mat. Like he's a massive salary. So I don't know if they'll have the space. If they do, it's a cool fit. I think he only has two more years left on his contract. So, like, that was a bad contract a few years ago when they were trying to move him. No, I know. I'm just saying they don't have enough room now with that Conley contract. Right. I mean, we'll see. All right. So, I have Tobias to the Nets. You have him staying in Philly, obviously. 
All right, guys. Sorry to interrupt all the free agency talk, but we got to get these ads out. They're the, they're how we fund all the giveaways, so we got to keep this going. Blue Wire's teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. Go to harrys.com backslash bluewire to save $10 on a value trial set. This trial set includes a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover to take on the road. You get all of that for just $3 shipped right to your door. Enough with those cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's. Harry's is fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with quality and durable blades at a fair price. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com backslash blue wire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a refund. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com backslash blue wire to redeem your razor for just $3. And now a fan favorite ad read from your boy, Real Underscore Sports. And sponsored by Roman. Shout out to Roman for sponsoring the Real Sports Pod. You know, guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable just rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. The same is true for ED. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online, right on your phone. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED, if appropriate, from the comfort and privacy of your home. You can handle everything online in a convenient and discreet manner. And getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. If your doctor decides treatment would be appropriate, they, d- they can dis- prescribe genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging right to your door with free, free two-day shipping. Guys, go talk to the doctor. ED can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out. With Roman, it's easy to connect with the doctor. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. Now back to the show. New new fun one today that I think makes a ton of sense. Kemba to the Celtics is – I like that move, and I think that – uh, everyone was saying he would stay for the Supermax, which he probably should. We've talked about this before. I've never gotten an offer for $220 million that I would turn down, even if it uh, I could get a different offer for 170 or whatever. Um, do you buy him going to Celtics? Do you think that's a good fit? What's your prediction for Kemba? I think that Kemba Walker to the Celtics is a great move for Boston. Yeah? No, 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 no. Sorry, for Kemba. For Kemba. Yeah. It is not a good move for Boston. Think about this. Because Kyrie, I think we can both agree, is ahead of Kemba Walker in terms of eliteness. Yeah. And what is is Kemba doing that Kyrie wasn't doing? Like, I don't think Kyrie was a big locker room problem. Actually, an interesting stat. In the past three years, I think – no, in Kemba Walker's eight years in the NBA, he has never had a season above 44% from the field. He's a less inefficient – Kyrie Irving, who just shoots a little bit more. And we know how Brad Stevens likes that ball to move in that offense. We saw in their deep playoff run how everyone was touching the ball. And Kyrie came back and people were saying the ball was in his hands too long. 
Kemba's a shot chucker. I mean, I love his talent. I think he's great. Well, okay, okay. Let me cut you off because there is something to point out. Can you name off the top of your head the best teammate that Kemba Walker has played with in his career? I'm a big Jeremy Lamb fan, personally. <laughs> You're a big Jeremy. All right, just literally list names that you can even think of that were on the Hornets, and I'll tell you Ready? who. Yeah. Marvin Williams, Jeremy okay. Lamb, uh-huh. uh, one of the Zeller brothers, maybe Batum, both of them. Yeah, okay. They Batum, say Batum. He's, he's solid enough. <laughs> he, he was not for the Hornets. The best player that Kemba Walker's ever played with, they say, is Al Jefferson in 2014. Oh, he was tough. He was all right, but you get my point as to why he probably isn't shooting as high a clip. No, and then no, you get- I, I do understand that. I just, I just don't think that that Kemba's doing anything better for Boston. Like not putting them in conversation to win the East. I just think they're better off. I don't know. Really. And they would lose really? Horford, I believe. I don't yeah, think no, Horford's have- gone. Horford's gone. I see them bringing in like I don't think we're going to touch on him, but like a Nick Vucevic type player. Maybe him with Kemba. Dude, I don't know how that money would that work would out. That would be amazing. That'd be interesting. I've I've seen some Brooke Lopez stuff, but Vucevic, Vucevic and Kemba to that team, if they could just get rid of Hayward, that team is so live again. And the rookie class, I love. I love the rookie class. So do um, I. They have what I kind of think of three first-rounders. Like I think Carson probably should have been a first-rounder. I don't know, man. I think that Boston, we've talked about this. Like they had a down year, but down year in terms of what? They won 50 games ish almost. And if Kemba or if Kyrie was as big of a problem as they made it out to be, who knows? My official prediction for Kemba Walker I hate this for this team, but I think they're going to do it. Kemba Walker will be a Dallas Maverick. Um, They've been linked saying they're interested to him, them and the Celtics. But I just think for the Mavericks, why do you want to take the ball out of Luca's hands? Like, I think he should be running the offense. Kemba is a ball dominant, well, undersized guard. You, what's the difference in something like that and then something in LA with like Kyrie LeBron? Like, it it can work for sure. It can work, but it can work a lot better with a goat than with a twenty year old <laughs> European. All right, but but young Luca is a goat, and you know that. So don't disrespect Luca on the program. Now, he's a stud, born on February 28th, just like myself. Goats will be goats. But uh, I, that's my prediction. Kemba to Dallas. Um, and that'd be a fun team with Luka and Chris Stapps, but I don't think they would do much either. My prediction for Kemba is um, I kind of want to lean Lakers, but I don't think so. Not so gonna I'm going to go. I think he's fully out of uh, – the Hornets, like my pecking order, is Dallas, Charlotte, Boston. It, that's what I think. I happen. think there's no way he goes back to Charlotte. I think that was all smokescreen, um, just to make him seem like he's a quality guy, which I'm fine with. But I think he goes to Boston, and I think like Ainge will pull those strings. So I, right, I got Dallas. You got Boston. I got all right. Next on the list, who's a guy that had been rumored to Boston and also rumored to the Lakers, D'Lo. Um, I guess based off my prior predictions, now that the spot in like he's not going to Dallas, so now that the spot in the Celtics point guard is probably taken. Meanwhile, if Kemba goes, the Knicks might get Rozier, which I would be in love with, like absolutely love that. How is Terry Rozier doing for the Knicks? Terry Rozier, R.J. Barrett, KD when he comes back, K. Canucks. Look, we can't get everyone, you know. So let's just start in small pieces. I like Rozier on a non-max. Anyways, um, but if the Celtics point guard spot is filled, 
Kyrie goes to the Nets. That kind of just leaves D'Lo with a few spots. Pacers have been rumored, but I don't think that's serious. So it's kind of the Suns who cleared a bunch of space with a really bad deal or the Lakers. And I'm, I think the Lakers are my pick. You're damn right he's going to the Lakers. And, and um, by the way, we talked about this, and we I don't even know if we have time to get into this. I think it's a horrible fit. I think it makes no sense. Uh, you like the move. I think they should just completely use the – AD and LeBron is plenty, beyond plenty of talent to win a championship if you fit pieces around them. And I don't think waste money on someone like D'Lo. Bring in a Beverly. Bring in a bunch of shooters. Have that – LeBron can't play D anymore at this point in his career. So put four defenders on four. Put three-point shooters. Get a, you know, a bench with Kuzma. And I think that's the team you rock with. I don't see signing D'Lo as a good move for them. I love it. It won't cost the max, in my opinion. I don't think D'Lo will get it. He'll be a guy that LeBron can kick to in the corner, that even if defenders chase him off the three-point line, he'll beat, he'll beat you off the dribble and then create for his other teammates, or he can finish at the hole. Um, I still think – I don't know the Lakers' mid-level exception uh, situation right now and who they've used it on, but you can get a few guys through that way. I, I love D'Lo to the Lakers. I think it's going to happen. There's a reunion coming up. And D'Lo will get his first ring, which I'm pretty excited for. I like D'Lo. Where do, where do we have Horford going? Horford's also going to L.A., but to the Clippers, in my opinion. Um, I don't get that move. Like they I have, do. I know, that, that makes that screams Al Horford to me. Al Why? Horford is just that type of player who's just a team player. We saw it with the Hawks in 2014 when they were a fluke, or 2016. Um, we saw it in Boston when they were successful how the ball just keeps moving and he's just a great piece to a great, a true team, not just like a one man wrecking crew, but a true team. And we saw that with the Clippers this year and what they're building there, how they exceeded expectations. Even after trading Tobias, Um, they've got a bunch of great pieces. Who knows that they, if they can bring in a Kawhi or not, but I think Al Horford to the Clippers, it just, I just see it. Maybe it doesn't make sense basketball wise, but I just see it with his style of play and his track record the past few years and the Clippers being a very well-respected organization. Uh, so that's where I got Al Horford going to the Clippers. Yeah, he's a he's a great team player, and he kind of fits into their their mold, which is, you know, we're one big team who plays hard for each other, good coaching right. with Doc. I guess he was – was he on Doc's team when Doc was in Boston or no? How many – he's been in Boston for a few – I, I don't think so. Didn't yeah. Doc Rivers get traded? <laughs> yeah that was pretty wacky um wait the this is the craziest thing that i literally did not remember in 2016 i swear i thought this was a prank on twitter but someone showed me this today there was a tweet that went off when free agency started kevin durant took a meeting with the clippers or something oh sorry you, you remember you this no, no 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 sorry i wasn't really listening because uh-huh. Mr. Philadelphia, Jay Bruce, just hit a double to win it against the Mets in 10. Three in a row after losing seven straight. So Beating up the Mets is always nice. But, dude, this tweet. So some reporter reports that Ballmer in the meeting with KD, it it reportedly got very intense to the point that Ballmer started crying. I thought it was a joke. It is a real tweet. And have you seen him? Are you I, sure it's not Sports Talk Barry or Barry no, McCockner? That verified check, the whole thing. Like, I was like, how is this real? And more importantly, how do I not remember this? I mean, we've seen Steve Ballmer courtside. The guy is an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past him. 
That's just like, I was like shocked. All right, last guy on the list, two points of discussion. Where is he going? And then will he get the max? Because I don't even believe he will. Boogie, Cousins, where is he going? I have literally zero clue. I know exactly where Boogie's going. And I think not only does he not deserve it, because I think he's completely garbage. Like It was actually painful to watch him in the finals. But uh, I don't think he'll get it because I don't think he returned to good enough form. You, you ready, think- Jack? You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boogie, Boogie will be one of the last free agents to sign. It'll be kind of the, oh, he's he's still on the market? Okay, let's sign him. Like the, He's like not going to get calls right away. He'll, he'll get a good deal. He won't get a max. But this just screams New York Knicks to me, baby. They don't land um, <laughs> AD. They don't land Kyrie. They strike out. They think, okay, maybe we'll just rebuild from the draft. And then someone goes, Oh wait, Boogie was really good four years ago, and he had an injury. New York Knicks, like wait, this wait. screams New York Knicks to me. I hate, like, literally cringe thinking about that. But then, because I do believe there is a slim possibility, because we've been rumored to Julius Randall, so Boogie kind of fits that mold. If we don't, if we don't sign Boogie to a max deal, but we do get him. I like am gonna start to talk about the fact that with a full offseason he could return to a top three center in the league. Did a, you just did a a spin zone in the future in yeah. a span of thirty seconds? That was yeah. wild. That's what that's what this thing is. That's all we do. Did I you mean, see- if Tobias or Jimmy walks? I'm gonna find a way to twist it that we're it, we're we're better off that way. Oh, exactly. Did you see Ennis Cantor's comments on uh, on Zion today? Yeah, and Julius Randle clapped back. Yeah, Julius was like, I dropped 45 on you after Canner called uh, Zion just Julius Randall with hops, which is probably a pretty good player. Like, Julius is solid. Uh, also has been rumored to the Knicks. I think he – I have no clue where he goes. He's a solid player. Um, before we wrap up, a fun question. You can – it's it's to you, but I want them to think about it. You can grow six inches in height right now, today. You can go from your six foot to six six, which is a nice wing eh, shooting guard in the NBA. Only consequence is you'll gain a hundred pounds instantly as well. Would you do it? And we're talking strictly in terms of like for our ability to play basketball and what that would mean for us. What, dude? I'd be Zion. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, of course, what, I would. What would your player card be? Like, what would your total height and weight be? I would be, uh, I want to say I'm 6'1 now, but. You're not 6'1. All right, I'm 6 foot. So I'd be 6'6. You put on some shoes. I'm 6'7. They'll probably put on some some tennis shoes, correct? No, we saw on the Instagram story me and my hyperdunks. But (laughs) anyway, so you figure I'm 6'6 in actuality. I put on a pair of um, basketball shoes. I'm 6'7. They lie on the PA announcement and the introductions. They're saying I'm 6'8", 270. That's Zion Williamson right there. <laughs> Without the leave, you're, you're the anti-Zion. You're literally Julius Randle, no hops. Well, but, if I was 6'8", 275, I'd jump out the roof. Abe, let's just think about though. 6'8", 275, you were, you were so nice at shooting when you were heavier. Maybe that's like that's an all-star be a superstar (laughs) abe's now he's going to bed wishing that he's uh gonna grow six inches i don't know if i would do it 100 pounds i don't think i like my speed and quickness and as you guys know the layup package that i was exercising the other night in my ankle socks 
Um, all right. So that's a fun question to think about. Let's just let's finalize our prediction. So I said KD Knicks, Kawhi Raptors, Kyrie Nets, Jimmy Sixers, Kemba Celtics, Clay Warriors, Middleton Bucks, Brogdon Bucks, Tobias. Uh, I had him going to the Nets. Horford, I don't even think I made a prediction. I said Clippers. Oh, I, I'm going to go bold. I think he goes back to Boston. Um, and Vuce, the fact that Vucevic is on the market and people aren't talking about it is crazy. He's a really good player. D'Lo, Lakers, Boogie, uh, let's go Knicks. I don't think he'll go to the Knicks. So I'll say, let's say he returns to Golden State maybe on a cheap, friendly deal. I got Leonard, Raptors, Durant. Where did I have Durant? Oh, Nets. Yeah, yeah Durant, yeah. Nets. Kyrie, Nets, Jimmy, where he belongs, Tobias, where he belongs, Kemba, Dallas, Clay, back with the Warriors, Middleton, Bucks, Horford, Clippers, D'Lo, Lakers, Boogie. Oh, Boogie to the Knicks, baby. I can't wait. wait. And Brogdon? Brogdon. I didn't make a prediction on him. I just said the Sixers would be – I would like him to go there, but I'm just yeah. going to go off the top of my head. Uh, Pick a spot, I, any spot. Uh, go play with Old Depot. Have a little fun, Brogdon. <laughs> it's funny. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Tobias to the Jazz, though, was an interesting thought. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, Real Sports fam. So here's the deal. Listen, I am going on vacation, my first vacation since I have started working in New York City. Um, and what we decided was, you know, should I bring all my stuff overseas while I'm on vacation? Abe begged me, my uh, our CEO of Blue Wire, Kevin begged me, producer Chucky. They're begging because it's free agency, and if the Knicks get KD, it's just gonna be, I'm gonna be it's gonna be the greatest podcast ever. Like I'll be out of control, out of pocket, as the kids say. So what I've decided is we're gonna record. On the free when free agency begins, I'm, I have to wake up 7 a.m. on vacation. Abe's going to be up till 2, 3 a.m. So we're really excited about the next pod, which is going to drop as always on Monday. Probably no Monday mailbag, um, but we are super excited. Should we throw out a bold prediction for free agency? Um, what do you got? Ah, uh, my bold prediction that. We get Duran and Kyrie. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, <laughs> bold, bold, bold. My bold prediction is that, I mean, you think that Tobias and Jimmy coming back is bold. but No, not bold. I just don't see it happening. What's a, Now you're putting me on the spot with a bold prediction. Um, that's all you do is make bold predictions. Bold prediction. I'm going back. Clay Thompson will uh, – no, he's going to stay in the Warriors. Um <laughs> All right, how about this? Your bold prediction is nothing crazy happens, which actually is kind of bold because free my agency. Bold prediction is that, my bold prediction is that we're going to be very disappointed with free agency with all yeah. the hype that's led up to it. I think we'll get a lot of people that are going to stay exactly in their position they are, and it won't be that exciting. I'm way more excited to see where the Malcolm Brogdons, the Vuceviches, the Terry Rogiers, yeah. and Danny Greens of the world go who can have um, impact on championship teams at a lower price. So. That's what I'm most excited the, for for free agency. The exciting thing is that the parody is back in the league, and I think that's a lot of fun. So I mean, we'll, we'll figure that. We'll figure. We'll judge the parody in like two weeks because you never know who could team up. Right. That's true. All right, real sports fam. Thank you so much for listening to our free agency predictions. Uh, let us know on RS Pod on Instagram what you think. 
Uh, we're always on there. Abe and I will be commenting. But thank you all for listening and have a good one.